Welcome back to We Need to Talk. We continue our conversation from yesterday about social etiquette, being who you want to be, and I forget what we talked about, so just tune in and you will find out. Check the description. We need to talk. I mean, yes. And I think it also comes down to, like, uh, you know, the relationship that you've built with that person that um, if it's somebody that you've worked with many times, the way that you say things or what you say may be understood in a way that somebody who was new to you and didn't know how you spoke might not understand or might take it a different way to begin with because they don't understand your way of communicating or uh, the team's way of communicating, if you will. They may see that as passive aggressive when that everyone else realizes that's not passive aggressive. It's an indicator. It's like an indicator light on your car popping up saying you have low oil. That's not the car being passive aggressive. It's it telling you, hey, here's a thing, just so you know, and hey, you should probably take care of it when you get a chance. Right, right. And that's one of those things that definitely does have to have a relationship built into it because you don't have to say that to random people. I've had that happen to myself uh, personally at a couple of jobs where people like will state a fact and they assume I know what that fact means. And then something won't get done. And they're like, hey, I told you about this. Like, and you didn't do it. I'm like, I, I thought you were just bringing it up as a fact. Like, I didn't know I had to do something. It's like, well, yeah, th th why else would I bring it up? I'm like, I don't even know what this thing is. Like, you should have explained what this thing was to me first. <laughs> like, you know, or some people, when they're really prickly and kind of don't want to explain things, you're like, oh, what's that? And they're like, mm -hmm. you don't know what that is. What? Yeah, I, I'd never like the um, slapping people down for, for ignorance unless it's willful ignorance um, because I feel like ignorance nowadays is, is a choice because we have the world in our pocket at all times. So, like, if you want to know something in general, you could look it up. If someone's like, what does LOL mm -hmm. mean? Like, you could Google that just as easily as you could ask it depending on the situation. Um but that's that's super interesting that to have the those you know that relationships play a role in that as well and i think that's true in the corporate world where if a, a, the relationship that a business has with the outside world or the reputation if you will being that relationship um, can often paint how things are done. Like if BP comes out and says, we're dedicated to protecting wildlife, you kind of take that with a grain of salt because you know that they've done things over the over time that have shown that they don't care or they don't do things to protect um, against oil spills and things like that. So um, relationships and, and reputation can really kind of color how things are, are framed as well. In the case of BP, I think if they weren't doing that, then the propaganda wouldn't be effective. Well, it because if they how do you say they're trying to equal out for moral deficiencies, right? It's kind of almost like a, yeah, I don't know. You, you aren't a very good dad. Uh, you don't spend too much time with your kid, but every once in a while, you know, you get a, a weekend with them and you take them to like uh, I don't know, like the theme park, and you do all this kind of crazy shit, and you just kind of go mm. over the top. You one big memorable thing instead of all of the little things that are necessary. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of thing with BP. It's like, oh, well, yeah, w w let's just do this couple good things and hopefully these equal out, and we end up being all right company. But I think I think South Park kind of satirized it in the perfect way with that whole "I'm sorry" campaign with Cthulhu and all of that, where they're like, you can say you're sorry, but that doesn't like equal out the devastation that you're causing on the other end like words are words but actions are actions and they have different weights and it doesn't equal out well yeah 
for for me, when company says I'm sorry or when they apologize, I don't even know what that means because mm-hmm. it's an abstract entity, right? And there's as people in this umbrella of a company, but those people. Like the people who made the mistake are not the people who are apologizing usually, and the people I, I don't know. There's just so many like layers to it, and it's kind of like also that idea of like uh, uh, you never step through the same river, or you know things change over time. Mm-hmm. If a company goes through a period of say ten years, and all the people at that company are brand new people than how they were ten years ago, isn't that a different company? No, because the the whole point of the company is that they have a they have a vision and a mission, and that's written down on paper, and that's what's supposed to be followed. Now, whether that vision or mission actually gets followed through on or not is completely different fish. But the bottom line is that if the mission of the company is to provide the best socks available to or the best socks possible to people who need socks. Um, and in doing so, they want to be um, ethical and source their yarn specifically from yaks. Like then, whether you have a hundred different people come through that company in the course of any amount of time, as long as they're following that mission, the company is still the same company. Because the it's about the intention of the company and the actions that they're taking. So it's kind of like a meta meta property of a collective of people, you know, going under a similar label. It, it's. I mean, it's its own entity. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, I think. I, but I think your point can kind of be said about people too, because like, people are. I had this conversation with somebody the other day where they're like, you know, I've done all of these things in my life, and you know, having this experience really changed me. Uh, I'm not the same person I was, and I'm like, well, can't you kind of say that about anything? Like. I don't think anyone's the same person that they were five years ago. Like, I think everything we do on a daily basis changes us, and 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 over time, we're not the same people. Mm. I, and I think that's the same for a company. Hopefully, they continue to grow too. Mm. Everybody continues to grow. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely am a big believer in that sort of uh, that mindset. Uh, partly because it's true. Number one, I mean, the bot like every molecule in your body gets replaced every seven years. Uh, it's probably somewhat quicker mm-hmm. than that because it's different systems that, you know, um, replace themselves quicker and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, that's true on a technical level. But, uh, you know, you can even see, say that even if those, say, similar structures are maintaining, like, uh, some sort of consistency throughout time, they're still changing. And I think that some people change more than others. I think that's one big thing there because, uh, I don't know, there's there some people where I think they go through their whole life and they barely develop at all. And... You know, whether it's a choice or whether that's something that's thrust on them by society or circumstance or, you know, that's a whole other conversation. But I do think that most people, they do change quite a bit throughout time and we're, we're never actually the same, but we all kind of go under the same sort of directive or same label. Maybe we even change from time to time. But like you and I, for instance, I think you and I are way different than we used to be. Like take me from uh, when I was in... I think grade school was pretty much the same. So going from, like, say, kindergarten up through, like, uh, high school to some degree. And high school became a little bit different, a bit more edgy, I would say. Uh, and then college, I became a bit more of a troll. Why, why are you laughing at edgy? Because you're like, when I was in middle school, I was so edgy. <laughs> I said, like, swear words. Like, fuck. You said swear words and owned a skateboard. Yeah. And then at one point, I spuffed marijuana. 
Yeah, that's and true. And in college, I allegedly I, my, my, my troll my troll nature came out, uh-huh. and then eventually I became capable of talking in a way that people can understand, and that was exciting. <laughs> but I mean, I think you're talking about like basic maturing. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about going from elementary school to college, like everybody changes. Oh, that's yeah. that's like puberty and and maturing as as a human being. I think the the change from twenty to thirty and then thirty to forty and like over that time is, is very different because I think it happens on a, like a kind of a deeper level. What do you mean exactly? Like how deeper? Because the the. Like you, okay, so first you're talking about biology, and, and biology is, I think, as irrelevant as it is within um, a, uh, like within a company, that, you know, all of the molecules can change, all of the people can change, but as long as the directive is the same, then it's still the same thing. I don't think that you changing, like, in a literal sense of, of physically each cell is as pertinent as, like, your mentality or your directive as a human being, mm-hmm. um, which I think is is very natural to change as the chemistry of your brain changes throughout puberty, and your your actual view of the world changes as you have different experiences and things like that. But I think that because when you're younger, you have much less control over your life, that you don't feel as attached to the things that happen to you so those things change you in like kind of an outward way because they're happening to you versus as you get older and your decisions become more and more your own and the consequences of your actions good or bad start to become more and more identified with the decisions that you yourself have made I think that impacts you on a much deeper level because they're direct reflections of the actions and the choices that you yourself have made. Hmm. Yeah, that's actually kind of interesting there because the self-responsibility of uh, you know growing to adulthood is almost thrusted on you by having to relate your own actions to the, the outputs or wh- what happens around you. Whereas when you're a child, you really don't have control over those inputs. So, you know, it's just kind of what happens, which I, I think is kind of a little bit similar to like kind of my experience throughout life because it's like uh, I was a f- pretty all right dealing with most things as a kid because it's just stuff that happened. Like I was just kind of an observer in what's happened and you know, whatever happened, that's kind of dealt with as it came, right? You know, maybe, but, but mm-hmm. you know, as you get older into life, I mean, you're kind of like th- things don't happen. You have to make things happen. And if you kind of get back in this kind of like relaxed kind of state, then life just kind of takes you and uh, kicks you in the balls. It can. It can. I mean, it, it depends what hand you're dealt in, in a lot of regards. But I think that you are more in tune with the consequences of life because they're more related to the actions that you have or have not taken than when you're a kid and a lot of things are decided for mm-hmm. you and your days are kind of scripted and mandated. That changes when you, as you continue to grow up and all the way through until, until you know, you, you retire or die or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of makes me, because some people, they think about like their childhood and like, oh, 
my childhood was so great. I want to go back. Or maybe it's, they're like, my childhood wasn't even that great. But, oh, my God. It was so much better than being an adult with all these responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the opposite kind of mindset where it's like, I don't want to go back because maybe I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, no. Let's, let's, let's not go back there. Why do I want to be, like, 10 and not know about anything? Like, that sounds stupid. I have that same conversation with people. Do, do you think similar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, for sure. I, people are like, oh, I wish I could go back to when I was a kid and I didn't have any responsibilities. I'm like, no, that sucked. <laughs> really think about it for a minute. That was not, you had no control over anything in your life. You couldn't make decisions. Now you can do whatever you want. Like now is much better than, than when you're a kid. Yeah. Responsibilities aren't that bad. No, no. Uh, and when I talk about the responsibilities of things, like, being a bit of a burden, it's really, it's really not. That's one thing I was surprised about because I, I kind of hate, I don't know, I'm going to call them adults, but like you know, like those kind of adults that you uh, had experienced back in the day were like, oh yeah, buddy, when you uh, get the real world, they're going to find out how hard it is. You know, that's going to kick you in the ass, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh yeah, welcome to the real world. Like every time something happens that's bad, like they give you like this like, like overly stern, like, uh, <laughs> buddy. Welcome to the real world, bud. I had this time where it's like my car tire went flat and then I got this like this like uh, patronizing talk from some guy. He's like, huh, this is what it's like to be an adult. Deal with it. Yeah, it's $300 out the window now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. How bitter do you have to be about your own life to like <laughs> laugh at somebody else's misfortune? Really? I mean, it, it, when it came down to it, it wasn't that big of a deal. I just went to the fucking tire shop <laughs> Throw some money down the drain. <laughs> I'm just like, this is annoying. But what? What's this compared to? Like, this compared well, to like? I have to go to bed at eight thirty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just, I just don't get the comparison there. It's like, but, yeah. but for for me, life is generally pretty good. I think the hardest thing is like, uh, kind of self. It's mostly dealing with health problems. Kind of the main thing. Like if mm-hmm. ice. Back in the day, I could, like, not sleep. I've always had insomnia, but I could not sleep for a couple of days, and I'd be fine. You know, maybe I'd just sleep eventually, but my body just recovered fine. It's almost like nothing happened. Uh, but nowadays, mm-hmm. it's like these last couple of weeks, like, I haven't been sleeping very well, and it's like, it, it, it messes me up. Like, if I don't sleep well, like, one day, it will lead into the next day, but it's also, like, just that whole day, I just feel like shit. And I, maybe it's kind of up and down a little bit, too, but it's just kind of, like, affects me for the next couple of weeks if I just don't sleep, and... Mm-hmm. I can't get away with the same shit as what's back then. So in that way, it kind of sucks, right? But at the same time, I can choose when I go to bed. I can choose what I do. I can choose what I want to watch. I can take a shower. I take two showers a day. If I was going to do that back when I was a kid, I'd say, fuck you. You're wasting water. That's hot water that needs to be used. Here, I'm like, I'm paying for this hot water. I'm going to fucking use it. <laughs> I'm paying for this hot water. Yeah. And that's that's super... Yeah. No, I'm I'm on board with uh with the the basic sentiment there of, you know, being an adult is significantly better than than being a child because you have the the autonomy to be able to do like what you want to do. Um but I think that also, you know, raises a lot of points of like being able to because you can do what you want to do like making decisions that are are not only beneficial to yourself. It kind of gives you more of a a way to to be able to do things like that. I know 
uh, I was playing a, I was playing a game recently and in it I I needed a thing and a guy was like oh yeah I'll give it to you and gave me like something that was worth a lot in the game um, for just because I needed it and then uh, over the course of the next hour it just so happens that a bunch of other people like gave that guy a whole bunch of stuff for free and he ended up getting back like tenfold what he had given in the first place. So it was really interesting to see in real time the that old you know concept of what you give, you're going to get back more in the long run in a very short period of time. It actually playing out that way. And the other people hadn't seen him do this. It just like happened in a supernatural way. It was very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's ultimately like a... Uh uh, like a judge of character with other people like they see this person and you talk to them or interface with them and they're like oh this seems like a right bull chap and you know they're like decide to give him some stuff because they just kind of feel like he's that kind of guy I don't know I don't know I, th- I think it was real time karma uh, in like a super real way that was really really fascinating to watch and I think it it goes along with, you know, I've I've been very fortunate for my whole life. I've had uh, a lot of opportunities other people haven't had. I've had uh, a lot of positions that other people haven't been been given the opportunity at. Um, and I've been so I always am trying to to turn face on that and give back. Um, so I'm not, you know, holding on to all of these benefits myself. I'm trying to give them back at the same time, which is where a lot of my 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 charity stream and and this right here being a part of the plunge, um, plunge for a cause, is super important to me because I recognize I'm not in a comfortable living position like I am now by myself. Mm-hmm. It's not just my work. Have I worked hard to get here? Yes, but it is not me alone. And I know that there are other people who don't have that opportunity. Uh, and I want to be able to try and give them the opportunities that they that they deserve, especially with like the Special Olympics where these athletes train their ass off and they may not be given the opportunity to utilize all of the work that they've been putting into it uh, because they don't have the the means to do it um, in a monetary sense. And, you know, it's it's being able to provide that opportunity um, to, to people who don't other, wouldn't otherwise have it because I physically can. Now, if I couldn't in a monetary sense, that's fine. That's not, you know, that's not a, not a bad thing on me at all, but, you know, anything I can do, sharing and things like that, I think it's a huge, huge way to be able to, to do that without having to necessarily promote myself to kind of get us back to, to where we started, without having to be like, I do this to benefit me, but rather I do this because I've already been benefited so much. I want to turn around and push that back out. doesn't make me better in any regard to anybody. It just is something that me personally, I want to be able to give back some of the blessing that I've been given since my birth. Yeah, it's it's kind of more like a mindset, I think, than like an, like, like it's more like an approach or a method than it is like a... Uh, a, a, a technique or a tactic if that makes any sense mm. yes and it, it's there's a certain word for it i'm trying to forget but uh i don't remember this but there, a little while back we did like a podcast episode about podcasts and uh we listed one of the podcasts in there uh we heard back from a couple but one was uh art of charm which is now a different show altogether uh but uh one the, the main host of it was uh jordan harbinger and then he just happened yep. you know to weave a message to reply to that post and saying hey guys uh thanks for shout out you know it's great now 
his platform is significantly larger than ours. Like, like he's like in the one percent of the one percent of the one percent. But you know, <laughs> him doing that was not just like a. It wasn't patronizing. It wasn't like him being. Uh, how, how do you say like a. Uh, uh, like, like trying to give us publicity. It wasn't him trying to give himself publicity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not that way because he has more publicity. But uh, it was just kind of like you know, he, he kind of has this like you know, you take in, you get back, you get back, you take in. You know, it's mm-hmm. just kind of this push and pull, and it's just kind of like you just ride the waves. Mm-hmm. And and I think that you know when you have because there's always waves, and you have your fortunate moments, and you have your unfortunate moments. I've had, I had periods of my life where. I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. Uh, I had to choose between putting gas in my car to work or uh, eating. Like literally, I've gone to bed hungry and it fucking sucks. So I know I know the downside, not to the degree a lot of people have, but I, I understand the, it to a degree. And I don't want anyone to have to do that because it fucking sucks, dude. Mm-hmm. I think one of my things, and I'm not, I think I'm saying the most, I'm probably not the most charitable person, but then again, I think myself in different ways, because, like, I think I'm, like, this cruel, heartless person, but then it's, like, when it comes down to it, like, I don't know, I, I give too much away sometimes, or I'm a little bit too helpful, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, like, every time I go through something that's kind of annoying, I always try to, like, rectify that, like... Like, uh, I went through banker training back in the day uh, to become a banker. And the training did an all right job, but there are so many like, these missing gaps and stuff. And so I took it upon myself to, whenever I met a new banker, and they seemed a little bit confused about some of the details, especially with how certain like, loans worked and how like, interest rates work, I always try to take them to the side and just kind of explain it out to them just real quick and just give them that kind of better full understanding. And a lot of times they're like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Oh my god! I actually get kind of what's happening now, and it's kind of like just seeing people kind of rifle through that like I don't know what I'm doing, and kind of giving that little bit of guidance, a little, little bit of advice on what's going on with this thing. I think that's something that I really like giving back with, and number one because it makes me, it gives me an ability just to talk for a while and just kind of talk, talk, talk. But number two because it helps the person out. Mm-hmm. See, now you're sounding mm-hmm. like me, like like the meter character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe I've changed. Maybe I've changed for the worse. Maybe so. Wow. What's, <laughs> wow, Nate. <laughs> I, I think what it... <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't have too much of an issue with, uh, with companies utilizing, you know, taking doing something good and getting something out of it themselves it sounds like you don't really either mm-hmm. um it sounds like your biggest thing is they just have to be honest about it yeah. and i mean that's my take in all of life is whatever you do just be honest about it yeah it's and just to go back to this a little bit it's kind of like I think there's a better method to do it. I, I think it's better to have like a more like the ends is in line with the means sort of directive. But it's, people have different opinions on that. And if they have a different opinion, so long as they're being honest about how they're doing it, you know, that, that's all that matters, really. You know, mm-hmm. I don't expect everyone to agree with me and just kind of go along with it. I mean, if they think they're doing good, then, you know, it's better they think they're doing good and do something good than to not do anything at all. Mm. All right on. 
I think we're we're on the same page about a lot of these things, and I I want to give shout out to the plunge and to to Riley and and Hunter and the whole gang for all that they've done for uh, Special Olympics New Hampshire because man the, their stream setup was outstanding. It was amazing. I was so impressed every step of the way. They had so many different screens and they had backgrounds and they had everything running so smooth. Um, for for the full uh, 16 hours they were able to stream. And it, it was just really, really impressive. Um, and that's only in the course of a year because a year ago they were they made it happen too. They were doing it with like a, a, a an old school camera that had batteries that overheated so they needed to swap it out every hour or so and put it next to a cold window to keep it cool. Uh, so they've like they've come such a long way to to take it from, that to this and to to try and raise uh, more money for such a great cause. Um, so I, my hats off to them and what they do, or it, it's on, if you will, um, for them because they they really do amazing stuff. They don't keep any any money. They everything they get for the show they end up giving right back to to the um, to the charity. So uh, insane, amazing. Yeah, I think they do some really good stuff, and it's like uh, I've, you know, at first when I learned about some of the charity stuff stuff they did, I thought it was a little bit hokey, but then it's like, you know, because the first time I came across, I think it was Riley, he just had this giant mustache, and he's like, yep, doing it for charity, <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> But then it's like it gets. I got to know Riley a bit and kind of their directives and how they are, and it. I just kind of started thinking these guys are pretty fucking cool, like what they're doing and who mm -hmm. they are. It's it's this is this very very cool how they do it. Yeah, they're just super genuinely really good guys, um, and I know Dave Swellum has been working with them as well. He does the Waking Up for Work podcast. Uh, he's going to be plunging this year as well in February. Um, and that guy also does a lot of really amazing stuff. So they just, they have such a strong team around them, uh, and are just really genuinely good guys, really, really impressive. So if you guys get a chance to either share this or, or donate yourself, I'll still match, I'll match to the rest of the end of the day. Um, I'm all, I also, I, I dropped a couple bucks to sponsor, um, the, the post saying that I'm going to match anything up to all the way up to $200. So I'm hoping we can hit that 200 so I can, uh, I can, you know, I put, I put some money aside for this specifically. Um, so I'm hoping to, to be able to utilize that and I may end up just doing it anyway, but we'll see. Uh, for now, I'd love to, I'd love to make it a match. That would be amazing. And let's say that you missed this live stream here. Well, that's okay. We're going to have it in the description, the link. It's going to be good till February. Just head there, you know, click on the link in the description or Facebook, wherever you listen to this. I don't really care where you listen to this, but you know, just find that link somewhere. It's right there. It's uh, fundraising.sonh.org slash dot 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 slash S that's not the right link. How do you say that? <laughs> oh my god! It's slash fundraiser slash Stephen Meter slash. It, it's a big long thing, um, but you know, just just click the link. We'll make it super easy. Yeah, yeah. You. and you can donate up to February. So uh, hey, we don't hit it hit now. It's fine. Do it later, and we'll be grateful, and they will be grateful too. Absolutely. Um, is so. Would what do you what do you think about the idea of like doing something crazy like that, like the ice bucket challenge, or um, you know jumping into the the Atlantic Ocean in February 
Uh, what? Actually, better question. Why is it always about something like getting cold, wet and cold? Uh, well, because they want to see your nipples perk up. <laughs> Nate, we need to talk. 